see it for themselves to see how heinous and how wild of a crime scene it was. Uh, this was the judge ruling on the matter. Anything else to rule on? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I respect the motion tonight. I, I don't think it's necessary to have a jury view on the suit. It's essential. We've got the photographs of the vehicle in question. I don't think it's going to assist the jury uh, to any great degree analyzing the evidence. So, uh, respectfully, the motion tonight. Okay, so he pretty much denied the motion. I think that's an important step for YNW Melly. Um, again, you know, a lot of people trying to score this trial. I keep telling you, I can't score a trial like this. You got to think about the people who are deciding it. I know it's, oh, you need to be guilty beyond a reasonable doubt, but these are people who are going to be sitting through this trial, which is going to is expected to be about a month and a half long. It should conclude at the end of this month. They're hearing stuff. They're seeing pictures. They're being affected by it. And yes, maybe there is reasonable doubt, but they might be like, man, this nigga did it. Fuck it. And things do affect humans. You know what I mean? Like shit, if, you know, um, I don't know, like, well, I don't want to make those type of comparisons. Again, it, it, it could it could swing the juror's mind or at least have them, you know, a little bit more emotionally charged when they're looking in the car that the person died in, like you're bringing them so close to where the death occurred. Um, you could imagine at that point, people shit, there were people, there was a juror getting really um, emotional and saying that they were nervous because they saw somebody in a ski mask testifying and they say, yo, there's a nigga in a ski mask testifying in court. I guess back in the day they got robbed or something like that by somebody in a ski mask. They got PTSD, all that type of stuff. Very valid reasons that you might not want to see nobody with a shiesty, especially when nobody else got a shiesty on, right? Now, when you bring those same people who are jurors to now be like, yo, hey, here's the death mobile. Like, they might be, like, fucked up off that. And, again, that could go towards, you know, not only getting a guilty verdict for Melly, but definitely sending him to the chair, which means the death penalty. So the judge said, nah, y'all show them pictures. Y'all don't need to bring them on a fucking field trip to go see the bullet holes in dried up blood and uh, and vehicle. And um, I think that's a minor win for Melly. I think that's a minor win for Melly. Um, if we are trying to figure out where the trial's at right now, it, it's a tale of two halves, if you ask me. If you're a juror who is looking at this and say, damn, it's fucked up that these two guys died, which I imagine everybody's saying. If... You're looking to hold somebody accountable. I think all of the evidence that's being provided with the GPS, the ballistics, the medical examiner speaking about whatever, they all basically conclude that it was a nigga in the car that did the shooting. Uh, again, that's like circumstantial evidence. And I think if that is the thing that sways you, you're going to say Melly did it. If it's the lack of witnesses, lack of motive, um, people basically not being able to actually affirmed that he was there and anybody who's actually uh not like a state like a police like either expert or like some dna lab person everybody else is talking about Melly like he's a great fucking guy so if you believe that part you would say yo again y'all ain't do enough to, to to make me think he's guilty it's all what people are going to perceive, and it's all down to those jurors. But the case is a long way to go because we haven't heard Melly's side of the case. Usually how it goes, the prosecutor gives their case. Then the defense gives their case. They do um, closing um, arguments. Then it goes to deliberation. And, um, yeah, so 
Let's not make any assumptions. But that's a real quick update on the wind up of Millie Trout. Yo, we're going to get into some of the snitch file shit that I'm seeing going on now, bro. <sighs> Listen, before I get into this, and um, let me put it up. And, uh, if we could get, could somebody get tonight, Jake, on, on, on Discord? That'd be great. Let me tell you this. 1090 Jake, I have to actually give him credit, but I also have to warn him. I think what 1090 Jake has done to me is the closest thing of shaking up the rap community since I did the Warren Chirac. And obviously it's two different things, but the the impact was sort of similar. Like what the Warren Chirac did, it was almost like, you know, obviously drill music was happening, but it was like people were so close to it and it was like this ongoing thing that people were just always hearing about shit going on. That's the case nowadays with everything. You know what I mean? Like shit, whether it's like whatever beef or war in Philly or whatever situations in Detroit or whatever the case is. Um, at the moment, you know, I I, I knew it was, it was kind of edgy. Um, I didn't necessarily have the best outlook or even have a knowledgeable outlook of how it could really affect people. I think what 1090 Jake is doing now, I think is going to change gangster rap forever. I'm going to be honest with you. Yo, there's another snitch getting unveiled every day. Yo, 1090 Jake is literally just killing everybody's reputation off in the fucking game. Now, we heard about the rich homie Quan thing. We heard about finesse two times. We're going to get into that as well. But then now we're hearing O3 Greedo. Like, this is a guy from what I'm hearing. This guy is just, he's like, like he's official to the bone gristle. Okay. Except now he's supposedly exposed as being a cooperant. And, um, you know, back when I was doing the war in Chirac, you know, luckily, you know, I wasn't in Chicago. Right. But I do also want to warn, um, 1090 Jake, I, I think some of these niggas about to start getting on his ass. I'm gonna keep it 100 with you. Like, I think they're realizing that the power that 1090 Jake is now built up, like, he, he he snap his finger and do a video on you. And, nigga, like, I seen people today on the timeline say, Yeah, I can't listen to 03 Greedo no more. I'm like, damn. You know what I mean? Like, niggas been listening for five years. <laughs> One video come out, yeah, fuck that nigga. So, anyway, um, I'm going to watch this video about the 03 Greedo thing, and then we're going to get into the Finesse Two Times thing afterwards. If you don't know him, he's a uh, um, legendary rapper out of 